Welcome to the Pure Gasmic Love Podcast, a sex positive space for mature audiences only. Tune in for intimate conversations surrounding a range of topics related to relationships, sex, and holistic wellness. All the growing pains and orgasmic pleasures are presented uncensored in an open, honest, and vulnerable way. Let's dance together in orgasmic energy to expand your sexual pleasures and enhance that orgasmic life you were born to live. Get comfy and allow your body to relax in connection with me, Dragonfly, for the orgasmic pleasures you're about to experience. Hi, love. It fills me with orgasmic tingles all over my body that you found your way here with me today. Woo! On today's episode, I got that all out. Sometimes it's a little hard to get out. We're going to be talking about it's not just one thing. And if you don't know what I mean, stay tuned and you will find out. Today I am vibing to a song by Ed Sharand featuring Ella Mai, I think that's the way you pronounce it. And so check this out. your body all over me that's what i hear in that song and i'm like yes please put your body all over me <laughs> <laughs> yes please can i rub my body on you <laughs> ah that is an artist that i have like he showed up and i was like oh and then i listened to more of his music and i was like oh i really like him and i love his collabos especially with stormzy Right, the Do guy you know from his, London. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah he's I love good. them two together. But he's just good. <laughs> so check that out. Ah, it's not just one thing. What do I mean by that? That could mean so many different things. It's true in a lot of situations. So we need to talk about what are probably we several about? different situations <laughs> that we use this in. Yeah. Well, you know, I think what I wanted to talk about was that. We all understand the lack of sexual education and the education uh, that evolves around like communication and relationships and all of that. We understand that there is a universal knowledge that it's not there, that, that we're not taught. Right. Sex ed is not, it's not sex taught. ed. It's, yeah. And I think we think very linear with that and just talk and think about like sex in bed. Technique. Right. right. Like, right? it, it's mechanics. Yeah. yeah. And I have to admit something here. Ooh, that when I first started out on this path, I was continuing to think that way. Mm-hmm. And when I got into school, we had so many open conversations that we... I started realizing that it's not just about one thing. It's not linear. It's not just about the mechanics. It's not just about technique. And the belief that one thing will make you happy, better at sex, healthier, uh, you're going to meet that special 
someone, like all of those things. Right. I mean, it's like you said, it's, it's everywhere. It's not just one thing. No. We miss that fact. And so right. I kind of want to talk about that. Like, what are the things? Right. Well, being good in bed. Let's just use that yeah. as a, a kind of a universal term that you'll hear. Like, oh, he's good in bed or she's good in bed. They're good in bed. They are good in bed. That's more than knowing, like we said, the mechanics in the actual bedroom. There's things that happen for hours beforehand. There are things that happen afterwards. There's, you know, so many different levels of, of coming into it that make you good in bed. So learning one trick. They're like, oh, if you if Learn you know this one thing, if you, if know, you know, know how to do this thing, to her or him, you'll or... please every woman you sleep with. And you're like, well, no. But if you learn a, a variety of different things and you learn how to actually communicate with somebody and do all, interact all these different levels, that's what they will walk away going, wow, they were really good in bed. <laughs> they don't realize all the things that are behind it. But yeah, yeah, I. I do believe that to be true. There's a lot that is intertwined with having amazing sex and having amazing relationships. And because we are programmed to think it's one thing, oh, if I learn this, or oh, if I get this new thing, or if oh, if I do this one thing, it's going, that's not at all true. Unfortunately, it's not one thing. But fortunately, by having a plethora, and I'm going to say plethora, of skill sets, you're able to have those things you desire. Mm -hmm. It's not going to come from one thing. It's come. Yep. It's going to come from a variety of things. And this is a variety of things that builds up over time. This is a variety of skill sets that you develop. And it always starts with us first. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we've actually talked about that or if I talk about it all the time. I just forget that I integrate that into everything <laughs> because we miss that one fact it starts with us first right right we have to know I, us first exactly like i want to be good in bed okay let's talk about you and what you want and what you your education and how you work with your body and how you and people are like no, no i i want to be good in bed with somebody else You're like yeah but we gotta start over here with you starts with you are yeah. you a part of the experience right yes okay then you need to know those things about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I like what you said. Like, if I learned this, it's going to be basically great with everyone. Well, we also have to understand that within the not one, just one thing, it can be one technique for everybody. Everybody's body responds differently. And mm -hmm. what I like may be different from somebody else or Absolutely. what you like. And that's something that I really found interesting with ethical non-monogamy. You get used to the partner that you're with if mm -hmm. you're monogamous and also if you're ethically non-monogamous and right. you're not um, participating in any, any outside relationships or sex. And when you do engage with somebody else, it's like, oh, they that doesn't feel good to me. I am somebody that loves being touched slow and sensual. And I have had partners that are fast and kind of sporadic and all over the place. Yeah, you were one in the beginning. <laughs> I'm raising my hand for those of you that can't see. Uh, <laughs> that was me, and and I had to learn. That was one of the many things I had to learn to 
quote unquote, become better in bed was guess what? My brain moves at 90 miles an hour all the time, but my hands shouldn't like there are times to slow down and, and take your time and, and just learning Learning to slow down wasn't just, this is another example of this. It wasn't just, oh, slow down. It was, I needed to learn breathing control. I needed to learn all of these, you know, a couple other things in order to get myself in a place to where I can slow down and be authentic with it and be able to enjoy the experience at not be like slow 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 which is how i started which in the beginning it's it's, it's pretty like right. robotic you yeah. know when you're first learning but over time that becomes to to now i tend that's my default is mm -hmm. slow you very rarely have to tell me to no, slow down I now don't. and it, i still <laughs> i still get excited and sometimes go too fast but for the most part that's kind of my default setting now but that was learning multiple different things in order to be able to participate in that. Yes. And going back to my statement about um, being with other partners, mm -hmm. like you just assume, which let's not assume anything ever, <laughs> because that's not a great way to start out anything, right? That what I do for you, mm -hmm. the way I give you head, the way I touch you, the way I kiss you is going to be what somebody else is going to enjoy too. Well, chances are they're probably going to enjoy it because I do it for my pleasure as much as I do <laughs> for your pleasure. So there is that. But if you don't have some communication skills that you don't understand that transfer into the bedroom. Right. I mean, when we think about communication, we think about work, you know, communicating yeah. maybe with your partner or your kids or something but you don't realize how that is such an intricate part like verbal and nonverbal communication in the bedroom and so that's a skill set that sex i don't even pair it with communication but if i'm unable to know what my body enjoys specifically and that can shift and change over time absolutely but if I don't understand that and if I don't know how to communicate that to you, my experience isn't going to be that great. Yeah, because I neither is mine because I'm right. be guessing and hoping that you're getting what you want because that's part of my goal. Obviously, sex is hopefully for everyone is I want to enjoy this, but I also want the other person to enjoy this. Mm -hmm. And so if I if you're not communicating with me and I'm not communicating with you and we're just like oh we should know how to do this and just <laughs> right and I, Qu air quotes air he quotes. did put air quotes if you couldn't see us because <laughs> uh, none of us should know how to do right, any of this right. we know how to I know how to stick a finger in a hole in a hole I know how right. to I know where the place my lips go, on you but but I maybe not do it in the way that feels best to me or you. We exactly. shouldn't know how to do any of that stuff. And most of us have been doing the same thing over and over and over again for so long it's become habit. And we think that's we the best way. We just assume it's right. Exactly. And your partner is so scared of hurting your feelings. And I'm going to just flat out tell you this right now. There are some amazing people out there that are having okay, good sex. Yeah, it's great. And when I get their partners alone, not to freak you out... <laughs> You could be one of them. 
But not to freak you out, when I get your partner alone and we actually have a very vulnerable, intimate conversation, or maybe not even alone, we've spoken to couples out at events mm-hmm. and one or the other, and I'm not going to gender, I'm not going to be gender specific on this because it's actually on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's not gender specific. One partner would be like, oh, I don't need that. Like, I, you know, I'm good. I'm whatever. I don't need that. I'm good. Whatever. And the other partner, you can tell in their face and they might even be shaking their head going, no, they're not. Like, right. <laughs> so my instinct is to go, well, then why haven't you spoken up and said anything? You've been with this person 15 years and you still haven't said anything. <laughs> you haven't told them you don't like that thing they do to you all the time. Yeah. And then it makes me so sad that that person is not actually engaging in the way that feels good. And then I think, do you know what you want? Do you know what you want? It always comes back to us to start with, because if you don't know, you can't ask. So you, what you are settling for might be what you think is all that's available. Mm. And so what's interesting to me on this note is a lot of times I, (laughs) we will hear from couples individually where both of them are saying the same thing yeah it's okay but i wish we could do more of this or i wish we had this and you're like you need to communicate (laughs) guess what you two should talk to each other instead of talking to us maybe because you're both saying the same thing that there's you want to explore but they're both afraid to say anything because right and that's that's why one knowing what you want two, being able to communicate what you want and three, being able to negotiate what that looks like. There's three steps just in that. So there's three things you've got to learn. Right. And that, that's just the beginning. Like that's before you get to technique. That's before you get to breathing. That's before you get to bringing in any other partners or toys or, you know, any extra. Right. Right. It's a lot. It is a lot. Mm -hmm. And if you're sitting there going, ah, oh, that's me, you're not the only one. You're not the only one. There's you're the a majority. lot. You're the majority. Unfortunately, you are the majority. Fortunately, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of people like myself, like you, mm-hmm. like other educators out in the world that are able to give you great information and help you explore your body, um, help you explore what you want, help you become whatever mm-hmm. you desire to be in bed or out in the world out that we world. live. It, but in order for that to shift for us, we have to stop thinking, one, we should know all of this already. Yeah. And two, that it's not just one thing. It's a plethora, a, a combination of things. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always work for everyone's body. So understanding, especially if you're ethically non-monogamous, that it may be a little bit different for one partner versus another partner. And all of these skill sets, not just one, will help you enjoy all of mm-hmm. those partners that much more. It makes you more versatile, if anything else. If, if you understand not only what techniques you can use in bed but if you also understand how to communicate what works and negotiate and and do all those things and to breathe into an experience and to do all of that (sighs) it makes you more (laughs) versatile Mm -hmm. which means you can step into different encounters and have different experiences 
which is that are fulfilling right not that you walk away and go god really i took out time of my day to do that <laughs> like, this wasn't worth it but i don't want to have those experiences no. and the whole point of being ethically non-monogamous is to have different experiences you my mindset at least and i can't speak for everyone is that if i wanted to have the same exact experience every time there's no point in having different partners yeah. If you're going yes, to approach yes. every partner exactly the same and do the exact same things other than visual. What is the difference? Yeah. Why? Uh, so being able to learn all this stuff and one, just the communication side. I, we have seen couples learn some communication skills and their world changes. Like you walk into a party knowing how to communicate and knowing how to get down to what you want and blah, 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 and negotiate and do all of that, it opens your world up. Then let us teach you all the really fun stuff so once your world opens up, you can have these different experiences that mm -hmm. you can really settle into. And the people that we've worked with, they, we just constantly keep hearing back like, oh my God, like we met this couple and we tried stuff that we never thought about and anyway so we do we hear some amazing stories and let me tell you if you have something to share with us because you've worked with us or you're in the orgasmic membership and you want to share please do because it makes me oh it just lights me up i love <laughs> hearing this stuff one it encourages me to keep going because i have down days too mm -hmm. and, and that's and that's great encouragement plus i know what i'm teaching is spot on and, and I have to, I do have to mention this, that I created something with Pure Orgasmic Love called the O membership, the orgasmic membership. And my intention for this is for you to learn yourself, for you to have experiences with yourself, for you to uh, expand your own mm -hmm. sexual repertoire and communication and things like that. But then also be able to engage with your partner and then come together with other people if you're ethically non-monogamous to engage on a, on a much higher level that supports both of you. What you may not know is some of this sparked from me connecting with other people that didn't feel so good. And if I had had a common ground to go off of, right. if we had had something to go off of knowing that they're similar to me spoke a similar language so to speak yes <laughs> yes it would have helped and that's what i want to create especially in the ethically non-monogamous world is that if i meet you and i say hey e, i'm dragonfly this is my partner k you know and i'm interested what are you into all this stuff and you're having a conversation it's going really well and then you say oh are you a part of the O membership, the orgasmic membership? And you go, yeah, are you? Yeah. And then you say, what level you're like, where are you <laughs> right. at? And what right. have you done? You know, what have you mm -hmm. found out? Or, you know, you're like, it just sets you at a little bit. It gives you a comfort level mm -hmm. that you may not have had before because you understand that they are working towards the common goal of enhancing their lives and creating more pleasure for themselves. Right. So that kind of evolved as our sexuality 
evolved and as having extra partners evolved as well. Mm -hmm. Because my full intention when I engage with somebody is to have the most pleasure I can possibly have and to help them have the most pleasure they can have. Right. But if we're starting it totally different areas and have no common knowledge of any of this stuff. Well, it's a little trickier. It's way (laughs) trickier. And then I hear conversations like just recently I worked with a couple and they said, and they're actually part of the orgasmic membership and they're really hoping that all of their play partners join (laughs) because they met this amazing couple. They, tend to meet them a couple times before they engage. They have their process mm-hmm. that they go mm-hmm. through, like some people do. Yep. And they finally engaged. And she said, I never fake it. And it's the first time I, f- I really faked it. Wow. Yeah. Because it was horrible for her. She says he couldn't even find my clit. He couldn't even find my clit. Right. Well... I'm assuming his partner's never spoken up. Maybe she doesn't know exactly. Maybe she does because her partner is phenomenal in bed. (laughs) So the woman of that other partnership was having a grand old time and they loved it. But unfortunately, that wasn't the same. So they've decided not to participate anymore. How could that have gone different if you had that common foundation that you could build upon with each other? Plus, I see that as just being that much more arousing and erotic. Yeah, having that connection, being able to to have that shared experience definitely, you know, makes the connection deeper much quicker, I guess is Mm -hmm. a good way to put it. You know, you can you're able to settle in a little faster if you you know that you have this common experience, whether, you know, through the membership and and takes out a lot of the hesitation. Mm hmm. A lot of the you at least you unknown. know the basic mindset they came in with. Like the, if they are a part of this membership, they have that a certain mentality that they're there to learn. They're there to be coachable. They're there to get education and to to make changes. So and they want to feel together, good. They want to do it right, and you can feel more comfortable going, "Hey, little to the left," and you know they're not going to take it personal because they've been working on their coachability and all those other things we talk about. So yeah, I think it's a, oh, makes it sense. just makes me. And when I told her that that was, that, part I, of the plan, that was it? part of yeah. the plan. She's like, that is genius. That is unbelievable because, and I've said this to a couple of people and that's why I finally decided just to, you know, throw it out there that what, that was one of my main intentions with all of this too it's, I know not everybody in there is ethically non-monogamous, mm-hmm. but that is a huge portion of our community. Yeah. And we hear everybody having sex, but having like some mediocre, okay, good <laughs> sex. I don't hear a whole lot of mind. That was fucking mind-blowing. Right. That's what I want people to have. Mm-hmm. And that I, takes I want time. our world to be orgasmic. Yeah. I want the world to be orgasmic. Mm-hmm. So if you are consenting and choosing to engage in sexual activities, I literally want it to be fucking mind-blowing for you. I, I would hope that's everybody's goal. Whoa, you, yeah, right? but think but about But they don't us. understand how to get there. Think that's about the problem. That. I think everybody wants to have, I mean, I don't know anybody I that's like, to. no, I want to have mediocre sex. That 
<laughs> no one's going out there looking for that. The problem is we're not taught all of the things that go into creating mind-blowing sex. It's not one thing, like we keep saying in this episode. It's, it's all of these different things. It's how you live your life. Hell, part of it comes down to how healthy are you? Are you oh. capable of maintaining, you know, the duration of the time it takes? Because guess what? Sex shouldn't be fast either. Nope. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Ladies take a little more time to warm up, gentlemen. Vulvas definitely Vulvas take, take a little more, take more time, time to warm um, up. I do have to say there are times, and I'm going to go against what we just said, but quickies are great. Sure. They can but be if, great, but that's not the no that shouldn't be the norm <laughs> because I don't know if you know this, but then your body gets used to that and isn't able to experience a whole lot more outside of that. You're essentially engaging in activities that you're programming your nervous system and programming yourself how to react at another mm -hmm. time. You're training yourself you're that training this yourself. sex is quick and fast and over and out. Right. Like, no, I don't want you. I encourage I encourage you to and this is something and I and I've gotten pre-permission to talk about this stuff because it's your story to tell. I encourage you to go in there, lay down without me, mm -hmm. set your space, take time, play with yourself, explore your body in ways you don't normally explore yourself just to see what it could bring up for you, see what it could enhance for you. Right. And I'm going to ask you on here, is that something you've been doing? Yes. Um, time is always an issue okay. on that one. Yeah. But but yeah, I, it is something I've done more of. Uh, I, I would still say a lot of times they're what I call my maintenance, <laughs> which okay. is... I just need to do this quick and be done. Uh, but luckily, we are active enough that that's not my only. So I, I don't think there's too much training going on. I have quite a variety <laughs> of things happening. So uh, it's worked out. But but yeah, I, I think that that's, again, one of the things that goes into this is self-pleasuring in a way that's actually pleasurable, not just goal oriented, which mine tended to be yeah. like, I just need to, I need to get this done and I'm out. Like I got shit to do. Uh, but taking the time to learn, I've, I've learned some things in my early forties now, uh, cause I've been doing this a few years now, uh, that I enjoy during self pleasure sessions. I've been doing that multiple times a day since I was like 12 and I just learned things in my 40s going huh I didn't even know I liked that like <laughs> that's interesting so because you took the time because I took the time because and I explored and I you played knew it was and, more right. than one I know thing. what works it, right <laughs> there you go well I have to tell you on my side of that I feel like I knew the answer I knew the answer without even telling me because I specifically feel it when we engage hmm. you are able to i feel from my perspective that you're able to completely relax into your experience and allow yourself to just receive and yeah. be more involved in your experience and not so much my experience mm -hmm. and that's been huge that's a huge growth for you yeah that that was a tough one for me i'm uh 
I can't be getting anything unless I'm giving because I have like it, it always felt really selfish to me. So that was one of the many things that I have learned through this process is to it's OK to she's enjoying herself. She wants to do this. I didn't guilt her into this. I'm not like all of the things that used to go through my brain. She is here of her own free will. This is, you know, and she's told me that it's okay to just lay here and receive. And it's a very different experience. Do you also so, feel like you're able to do that because you trust that I am able to advocate for what oh, my absolutely. body needs and speak up mm -hmm. if I need to shift yeah. something, my body, the position, yeah. um, I want something different. Like that's something I'm capable mm -hmm. of handling. Absolutely. There's no more, oh, I wonder if this is going on because you will tell me and or nonverbal communication, you, yeah. you will, uh, you let me know. And I, it's made all, all the difference in the world. Yeah, fantastic. I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. That makes me feel really good. Good. See, if if I can learn this stuff, even though it's a lot of different things, anybody can. I trust if, me. If this primate can learn it, all of y'all can can learn it. That's mm -hmm. that's that is and, and, true. And it can feel overwhelming. If you're listening to this going, "Oh my god, I can't learn 47 new things. I just want to be better in bed." It's one thing at a time. It's, it's practice. Simple practices. A lot of times the stuff that we teach almost feels too simple to teach. You're like until you realize people aren't doing it or they don't know it. And and some of the stuff you told me, you're like, by the way, you do this and I'm like, I What? What? <laughs> no. Really? <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, okay. let's shift that a little so, bit. Let's see what happens right. if we do that. So sometimes these simple things that you do that you can practice throughout the day and it just builds over time. And within, you know, not too long, you start seeing results. And once, just like health, just like when I work with clients and it's not one thing. You know, I want to lose weight. So okay. what exercise well, do I need? Uh, okay, we Hold need on. to talk about. We need about, to talk about uh, if all this stuff. All the yeah. Like how's your sleep? What do you yeah. mean sleep? I want to lose weight. It's involved. <laughs> they once they start seeing results. Once you're like, oh, I feel better. I th this has improved. Then that, but you have to do that. It. Snowballs rolling, and the you rest of the stuff you it. learn. Right. You can't. You can't do it. You can't experience it just by talking about no. it. You got. You can't do say I want to. I want to be better in bed. I want to lose weight. I want to do those things and expect it just to happen. It, it, right. Great, you have the intention. Now let's move forward and and discover and learn and practice the things that are going to help you reach that goal. Mm -hmm. And my my thing is is when I think about things, I want it for the longevity. When I think about being better in bed, mm -hmm. I don't think about just with myself or just with you. I want to be better at all of it all the time. So I'm going to take some extra steps to make sure that it is. It's in me. It's there. And I can For continue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yes. <laughs> love all this stuff. And I love doing all of this stuff. We all want to get to whatever it is. There's a lot of things involved to getting to whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I have thoroughly enjoyed the process. Now, sometimes I have found out things that I had to face for myself to get 
to the juicy, delicious things that didn't feel so good. Mm -hmm. But that's with anything. Yeah. Nothing comes without some eh right. in it, right? So I know it is entirely possible and what it means to have it. So my intention is to invite everybody to come walk this path with us, especially if you're ethically non-monogamous. And also if you're monogamous, because, <laughs> and also if you're single. The skills that you teach within the membership would be so invaluable in the dating mm. market. If nothing oh. else, being able to, the communication Maybe I need to connect skills. with all the dating apps <laughs> right. and give them a special like communication code skills. because it, it would be, it would yes. be so valuable. Yes. Oh, I think I just thought of something right there. Because <laughs> okay, we need more things on our plate. We need plate. more things to do. We need more. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I look forward to connecting with you next time. If you want to join me in leading an orgasmic life, head over to puregasmiclove.com forward slash membership and check it out. March is open enrollment. So March 30th? Is that when it ends? Won't be open for another few months. So go check it out. We would love to have you. And if you are already a member, please stay after. We have a little extra for you. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Pure Gasmic Love Podcast. And I look forward to teasing your ear holes in the next one. If you want our perspective on a question or thought you may have, and want us to integrate it into our conversation, please submit it at podcast at puregasmiclove.com. And you can discover much more at puregasmiclove.com. Until next time, orgasmic hugs from my heart to yours.